You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. This is Brian Pinelli here at the 23rd Olympic Winter Games in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Today we're here at the Jungsung Alpine Center just about 30 minutes before the start of the ladies downhill. And I'm honored to join by FIS President John Franco Casper with a couple days of ski racing remaining. And uh, good morning, John Franco. Good morning and welcome to the Olympics. <laughs> Well, Gianfranco, as you know, we, we've had some great racing so far, but it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy ride. Races on three of the f first four days were postponed. We've moved up the ladies combined in the men's slalom. Uh, great effort by race directors Marcus Waldner and Atle Skardal, but at the same time, probably not ideal for the racers, uh, television, and fans. Well, of course not. We had to postpone, particularly because of the wind, not bad weather conditions, but the wind was crazy really, and uh, the Korean sailors have never seen it in the last uh, 50 or 60 years, which I believe them. I have been here about 15 times, and I never saw this wind. It was really hard, and uh, it was cold also, and I felt sorry for the, the workers on the courses, to be honest, in the icy wind for hours and hours waiting and so on. But uh, we were lucky up to now that we uh, could have all our races in. We have uh, so slight changes also for the rest of the Olympics, but I think we will get them all down. We had a great men's downhill last Thursday when, when they finally got it off, Norwegians. Uh, Axel Lundsvindal and Shettle Jansrud taking 1-2, and of course, unbelievable effort by the sport's arguably biggest star, Marcel Hirscher, winning both the combined and the giant slalom. He still has the slalom to go. Uh, Jean Franco, these guys have meant so much to the sport, but but they did say, obviously, always a dream to to win an Olympic gold medal. But he, they said both of them at the same time, maybe the atmosphere is a little bit disappointing, not a ton of fans in the crowd, and they said, uh, you know, gr great moments for them, but definitely a, a bit of a strange feeling. Your your thoughts on that? Yes, they they are absolutely right. Of course, with the crowds in all venues, in principle, here at the Olympics, we had some problems. But on the other hand, it's understandable. They have no heroes of their own. It's a little bit different in the skating uh, venues where they have uh, South Koreans really on the top. But I have a certain understanding that, for instance, in alpine skiing, they don't feel really at home because they can't cheer anybody from their own nation. But in principle, we had more spectators than we ever expected. Sounds good. Let, let's talk briefly about this venue, Jungsung venue, purpose-built, uh, a very good downhill course, maybe not the toughest, but, uh, but, but some fun rolls and jumps and uh, uh, much talk in the lead-up. What, what will happen with this venue? I know you've been asked this 1,000 times, John Franco, but you know, what is the latest? Uh, I, I've heard it will become a ski resort, but they will replant many of the trees. What, what, what's the latest situation uh, as far as F FIS is concerned? Well, the discussion still going on since seven years and uh, no final solution was found. I'm personally convinced that they will keep it as a ski resort. It would be ridiculous. It's the best mountain they have for alpine skiing in uh, South Korea. And if you look at the installations which have made, been made in addition, like all the hotels in the Finnish area, the investors there got a certain guarantee, I'm sure. Uh, if you invest uh, in hotels, you don't have to break them down within a few weeks after the Olympics. So I'm very uh, positive or optimistic that this resort will stay. And we, of course, at the International Ski Federation, we have a certain idea to reuse the downhill lots in future. I still dream about the series of uh, downhills in Asia with Korea, with the new downhill which is coming up in China, in Beijing for their games in 22, and of course in Japan. And these three uh, countries together could really make a great series of downhill races in the future in the World Cup. 
Well, you led to my next question, and not to get too far ahead of things, but obviously you're always looking down the road. Uh, four more Alpine races to go here. Uh, related to Beijing 2022, I mean, could it be a similar scenario where, you know, they build a, a, a downhill there in Yanqing, uh, not, a, not necessarily a ski resort, and, uh, you know, d depending on how, how the turnout is, maybe the atmosphere isn't great once again. Is there any concern looking down the road? I don't think the atmosphere will be good, but don't forget that the Chinese have enough people to send their uh, spectators if they understand it or not. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, I really believe there will be a big ski result in the future. Don't forget they are an hour and a half by express train from uh, the city of Beijing, and uh, Beijing has enough inhabitants uh, to uh, be commercially interesting for a ski resort to be one hour away from the big city. And uh, there I have no doubt that the Chinese will make the best out of it. The problem we will face there is probably the snow. Uh, for the Olympics, there is no question they will make man-made snow. But for the future, as a touristic resort, might be difficult because all the water they have in those mountains, they urgently need it for the population in Beijing. And we don't want to have uh, the inhabitants of Beijing uh, dying because of uh, no water supply, because of uh, skiing. But it might be a great future, let's be honest, uh, to have such a new ski resort. And they start building now the downhill. It's not an easy job. We have the same downhill designer as we had in almost all races, Bernard Russi. And uh, I'm very optimistic there, so no doubts in principle for Beijing. Let's turn back here to Pyeongchang and what, what I think is probably the, the best story of these Olympic Winter Games so far. Uh, Czech skier snowboarder Esther Ledetska absolutely shocking the field in, in the Super G. Many thought the race was over with Austrian Anavith in the lead. And uh, nevertheless, uh, Ledetska, 22-year-old Czech, who's a world champion in snowboard, wins the Super G. Have you ever seen anything like this in your life, John Franco? Uh, to be honest, not. But the best part of the story is the future. She is probably already qualified for windsurfing in Tokyo for the Summer Games. So uh, this girl really is in sports. And, and, and obviously, you know, with guys like Svindal and, and Lindsey Vaughn, you know, entering the final stretch of the career, uh, always need young stars. And, and this one is just so unique because of all these uh, different disciplines. Exactly. She is quite unique. She will be... Well, the, the story is just unique that she is delivering here. And uh, if she really goes on winning, let's say, the snowboard competitions, which, where she has a good chance, and then in Tokyo again in windsurfing, then I really uh, believe that she can, beca can become a huge... Uh, winter sports star or winter summer in this case <laughs> star for the future the Czechs are calling it the miracle on snow you know shades of uh, the miracle on ice with the Americans beating the Soviets in 1980 uh, pretty interesting here these two weeks obviously with the participation of the North Koreans uh, we saw on the men's giant slalom our two North Korean skiers finished 74th and 75th last but nevertheless they they made it all the way down the course and uh, it's been quite interesting uh, your, your thoughts on, on welcoming the North Koreans here in Alpine and obviously uh, other sports as well well, we were involved from the beginning. I was also in this commission of the IOC that made the negotiations with the North Koreans. Uh, they have excellent ski, a new excellent ski resort now called Mazik in North Korea, mm -hmm. 
which is quite big and where they train their athletes. Uh, they, of course, had a certain number of fist points. They would not have been qualified directly for the games here. They had a wild card. But uh, my impression was I expected it worse, to be honest. I watched them very carefully. They came down in a proper way. We have seen worse things in the past. And uh, if they have the chance to continue to, to really participate in international competitions, I'm quite sure that sooner or later we will have, uh, let's say, uh, acceptable North Korean skiers. Yeah, interesting for the sport. More nations than ever before. You know, not not just Asia, but but South America. What does that say about ski racing? Is 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 it still growing in in terms of nations? Yeah, of course. We have now 130 nations. I think we are at a certain limit by now. Not all those nations, of course, have snow. But don't forget, <laughs> the alpine skiing was invented by a country which had no snow at all. That's Great Britain. So uh, that's nothing new. But with 130, let's say 135, perhaps in the future. We have uh, all the nations that we need to be a really a worldwide sport. And compared to the other winter sports, we are relatively big. We have about, uh, well, we do have four events to go here on the program in, in Pyeongchang. Saturday, for the first time ever, the Alpine team event, men and women competing side by side. And, you know, interesting concept. And I know you've done this for a long time, Gianfranco, but some of the top skiers like Marcel Hirscher and Michaela Schifrin said this isn't a top priority. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts about this upcoming race? And are, are you worried that it might lack the star power in the sport? Well, I don't hope so, but we always had this problem from the beginning, you know, the alpine skiers, they are really individuals and they don't have the feeling of a team and uh, not patriotism enough, if you want. Some nations take it very seriously because they believe their nation should win, others uh, don't take it too seriously, but they hope at least here at the Olympic Games they, they, they see that it's going for a gold medal and uh, I hope that the top stars will be involved, but let's wait and see. I know it's a long discussion for another day, but but I ask you briefly, uh, you've obviously given so much to this sport over so many years. Well, what is the future of the sport? I mean, obviously every year, unfortunately, we see more and more races canceled because of lack of snow, uh, you know, global warming. Uh, I mean, what is the solution? Is there a solution here? Or what can we do at least to uh, make the best of this situation? Well, we have to, to, to work with what we have. Uh, we will have perhaps in future only ski races, real races on a certain altitude over sea level. That's very, well possible. We will not have the future of our sport indoors in halls and so on. That can be done for, for uh, half pipe or such things, but not for the alpine sport. There's no question. But, uh, you know, with global warming, all those who have been here in the first week of the Olympics, they know what global warming means. Freeze, freeze, freeze. Yes. Five, five uh, days to go, Gianfranco. What are you most looking forward to uh, here on the home stretch? Well, I hope that uh, at the end we will have good ratings in television for all the whole uh, games. Uh, it doesn't look too bad. I had the news this morning. Overall, worldwide, we are in good shape. Of course, we have to be aware that the, the times uh, are not the best for being in North America or Europe. Uh, in the middle of the night and so on. That's not what we really need. And then all the postponements we had, of course, they're not very helpful. But we have, we have to be optimistic and see what comes out. Thanks for your time, sir. Always a pleasure. And uh, enjoy the remainder of the games. Thank you. Same to you. This has been Brian Pinelli with the latest edition of ATR Radio. Tune in to AroundTheRings.com for the latest news and developments about the Olympic movement. Enjoy the games, everybody.